Now this is breakfast. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. By advertising messaging whether it's on the side of bus stops or also online. Of course, uh, influencers increasingly getting into our feeds and also into our minds with their various messages. But how in accordance with regulation is all of this? Well, we can get some idea from our next guest, who is Orla Toomey, who's the Chief Executive of the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland. And they've just released their latest um, sector look at who's in breach and who's doing well. They've got nine advertisements were found to be in breach of Advertising Standard Authority code on a whole range of grounds. And Orla's joining me now. Good morning to you, Orla. Good morning. You've got a lot of variety in there. Uh, one thing that is coming across in, in this, the category of social influencers seems to be in a number of categories in breach. Is there a particular problem persisting in that area? I know you've been trying to get to grips with it for a few years, but it seems to be a, a tough area to get right. Um, well, I suppose uh, it, because it's such a dynamic area, you've got new people coming in all the time. So, and I don't know whether you're aware, but we did introduce new guidance at the end of October with the CCPC. These particular um, decisions were made just before that. But I think it's what it shows us is that that perhaps there's not, um, not everybody understands that if you're paid or if you're given free product or service and you are required to do something, that's advertising and it needs to be disclosed as such. Um, and I think one of the things that we and the CCBC will be doing is, is, is really putting information out there and raising awareness to try and ensure that people understand that there's, there's various nuances in this area. You know, some of the decisions that we've looked at, if someone is a brand ambassador, um, so they've got an ongoing commercial relationship with a company. They are required to do a certain number of set things, but they may talk about the brand outside of that. Well, that still should be tagged as an ad because they've got this ongoing commercial relationship. And there's all different types of relationships, commercial relationships that there can be. If you're provided with free product or service and you are told we expect you to post three times in the month or whatever, that's advertising. It's not gifted because you are under an obligation to do something for the brand. Sure. So it is an area that has a lot of nuances. I think there's a lot of, there is a lot of compliance, but you know, there are some times when things go wrong and um, that's why we have the, the, the code and we have the process that these things can be brought to our attention. Sure, yeah. And you also, to be fair, you also have other categories, you have television, <laughs> posters, that they're also in, in the list here as well today. And nine bulletins, or sorry, complaints were upheld. One thing just on the social media piece and the influence, is it difficult for you to regulate that area because so much of it is happening outside Irish jurisdiction? There are influencers coming in from the UK, US and so on. Is that difficult to kind of grapple on your your power's kind of run out at a certain point. Well, jurisdiction, obviously, online, on any space online, you know, is can go across borders. It's not just in relation to social. But there are organisations like the ASAI who are set up in other European countries um, and in the UK and EU countries. So if we were to... F- find that there was um, some content that was brought to our attention that we couldn't deal with because it's not in our jurisdiction, we can refer that to the advertising standards body in the country of the, of the, um, of the influencer. And there are rules in advertising codes similar to ours that, you know, if you're being advertised to, it has to be disclosed. And the disclosure requirement isn't just in relation to social media. It is for all media. So obviously on radio, you know, you know when you're going into an ad break because there's a jingle um, and you know when you're coming back out of it. So there's that clear delineation between editorial and advertising. And that rule applies across all all media. I suppose with social um, influencers, the, the difference is that they create 
editorial. Sometimes their their content is, is pure editorial. It's user generated content. It's just talking to something they want to talk about. And then other times it's advertising. And that's why it's so crucial in that area that they always disclose sure. when it's advertising. Now, in terms of sanctions, obviously you can say, you know, we, we've had a complaint and you can say you're in breach and all the rest of it. But if you're talking about big social influencers who are bringing in big money and, and have a big income stream, your fines or whatever sanction you have that you can apply to them, it's its a glancing blow, isn't it, when you're going up against influencers or generating possibly millions of euros in revenue from their posts. So it is difficult to have that big deterrent value, is it not? Well, what I, w- I would say is that certainly I think... Um some of the very biggest influencers that are in um, that are in the world are not actually based in the Irish jurisdiction. Um, a lot of them, I think, would be based in this, the United States, where the Federal Trade Commission has very strong enforcement powers if they feel that um, influencers aren't disclosing appropriately. But I always say that even for you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a big influencer or a small influencer. When I say small, I mean small number of followers. Mm. Um, the fact of the matter is. They're, they're the important, unique selling point that they have is their brand reputation and their relationship with their audience. And it is a really important piece, that whole piece of trust. So we do publish our adjudications. And so um, you have a situation where someone can search and they can find the adjudication and they can discover um, either through their own search or through publication by media that the influencer they're following has abused that trust because they haven't actually said that something is advertising. And to be fair, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I think it's it, it's really an exciting ecosystem that we, you know, is developing and that um, sure. isn't it great that I'm, people I'm, can yeah, make a also, living, we but they need, just need to be honest about yeah, it. We probably also need to make the point that I've often said to some people that I know follow certain accounts and I say, you do realise that they're not disclosing this properly and you're being misled. And people go, well, I still follow them anyway. <laughs> so, you know, the, yeah, a lot of yeah, this is no. the consumers, us, that we, as long as we click on them, and, you know, that's our fault, that's on us. So we can't blame well, it all on you guys in terms of regulation, you know. But what, another bit of time pressure, one so final thing I wanted to ask you is a lot of people could come forward and get advice from your own service before they issue their advertisement. Does that make it frustrating that you still have nine complaints that were upheld? Is it not enough for coming forward or just look, this is a subjective area and there's going to be a number of them that get upheld anyway. So just get your view on that. So I think that in some cases, um, some of the cases that we deal with across all the, the, the range of media, sometimes it is subjective and there could be a difference of opinion as whether something is misleading or not. In other cases, it's very clear, you know, if it, is it an ad or it's not an ad or is the price correct or it's not correct. And um, we do have a copy advice service, copy advice at ASCI.ie. Um, it probably would be, you know, we'd be happy if it was used more. But what I would say is when you talk about the number of complaints that we've upheld in this particular batch, just think about the number of ads that are published sure. every so day it's, it's, As a proportion, Ireland. it's a small as number. As a proportion, yeah. yeah. So there, it isn't the case that there is kind of like something gone atrociously wrong. No. It's just that in some cases, people can have a different view. Okay. Listen, we have to leave there. Orla Toomey is from the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland. Thank you very much for joining us. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.